Welcome to the Divine Inspiration Network. My name is Reverend Arlene Cahet, and tonight we're doing a rebroadcast of One Love, One Connection, One Us. And the show itself is called Are You Ready for Love? So, family, just so that you are kind of aware of what's going on, this was the inaugural show on this network for this particular show and at the time we were called the family healing circle and later uh, after all of my other business partners left um, we decided to, to call it the Divine Inspiration Network so we really hope that you enjoy the show and thank you for joining us this evening Blog Talk Radio Welcome to One Love, One Connection, One Us on the Family Healing Circle with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. And Reverend Arlene Cahet. Arlene, how are you today? I am feeling excellent and I am so excited for being here. How are you feeling? I am excited as well. It is good to be here at the new home of One Love, One Connection, One Us, the Family Healing Circle. <laughs> Okay, so tonight we are going to talk about relationship readiness. Um, And are you really ready for love? Are you really ready to have that new love in your life? Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This time is personal. This time is personal. All righty now. Um, Oftentimes, um, for those of you who don't know, I am an intuitive. And the way my gifting works is that a person will give me a question, and based upon where they are energetically, their spiritual team, which are their angels, their guides, and their masters that, you know, that watch over them, um, will give me a read of what their energy level is like. And so oftentimes I may get asked the question about if, you know, when is a new love coming into my life? And oftentimes the experience that I have internally is, you know, if it's, if it is a yes, then I will more than likely be given a time frame. Uh, I may na- actually actually get a name, quite possibly, if you know if there is somebody that is there. But if they're not ready, then oftentimes I will get, well, she needs she or she needs to do X, Y, and Z before they can have what the, what it is that they're looking for. Hmm. That's not to say that. They're not going to they, that they couldn't attract somebody at that moment, but your spiritual team has an understanding of you in ways that you, you that you don't know, and they know what you really want. And if you were to attract at the level that you are, you know, at the time that you're asking the question, 
then you will attract something that may not be a pleasant experience. Um, you know, um, but what what? But to start us off, you know, Reverend, you know, Reverend Harvey, what do you what do you think about that? Well, what I think is this. Why don't you put that in plain talk for us? I am Joe Blow, and I just heard what you said, and all that went over my head. So in layman's terms, let's say this. What I understand from what you said is that you're psychic, and you talk to people about relationships. And you know what? We should probably do a show down the line where we have people call in and you tell them. So layman terms, me as Joe Blow, I understand that when I call in, people like me, you can tell them the name of the person and when. And then sometimes you went into some technical stuff that the late person may not understand. So put okay. that in plain English. Okay. So one of the things that people should be aware of is that, um, well, in plain terms, I, I'm able to tell where you're at energetically, and based upon where you're at, that lets me know if you're going to have a, an experience that would be, you know, loving and pleasant, exactly what you're looking for, or not. If it's not, then what the information that I get will help you to refine how to get to where you need to be in order to attract the experience that you want to have. Okay, so let's talk about energetically because I'm with you now with everything except for energetically. Energetically, I feel good. You know, I could do 100 jumping jacks and 200 push-ups right now. So does that mean because I'm feeling full of energy, I'm feeling good and strong, that I can attract the right relationship right now? But Maybe in a couple hours, around nine ten o'clock, you know, my energy starts to slow down. I can't attract the right relationship. I mean, energetically, I'm sure that's not what you're talking about. So what does that actually mean to me, Joe Blow off the street? Okay. So to you, Joe Blow off the street, what that means is that how do you feel about relationships. Are you in that place of desperation of being desperately wanting to be in a relationship so that you're not alone? Because uh-huh. now you know, I see so, where you're coming from. Yeah. So if you actually feel like that, then you're going to accept almost anything that may come to you. And that's not where you want to be or that's not the type of energy that you want to put out in order to attract the type of love that you are looking for. Now, one of the things that I should that I will explain is that, you know, take take into account like your previous relationships. What have you attracted into your, you know, experience through those previous relationships? Was there, you know, are there good what were the good parts of them? What were the not so pleasant parts of them? And this will give you uh, an idea of where you want to be in that particular scale of you know what you can what you want to attract in your life or what you have attracted in your life. Are you noticing some patterns because if you're noticing some patterns, understand that those patterns are indicators of you know that this is something that needs to be worked on. Maybe the pattern is 
uh, I don't know, say, for instance, uh, a person who may not be as considerate as you would like them to be, you know, you, you know, that they have a sort of a selfish nature. So the the thing is, is that if you're one of those people who's actually saying, well, you know, every time, you know, all women are all the same or all men are all the same, they, you know, they're so selfish or, you know, that she's just so stuck into herself, well, then if they're all acting the same, that thing is, is that the one variable that remains constant is you. So what is it about that person that why is it that you're attracting this person into this experience or why is it that you're willing to get into a relationship with a person that has this particular tendency? Um, one of the things that I would recommend or, you know, we've talked about several times before are listing out your non-negotiables, your want, your needs, and then your wants. Your non-negotiables are those things that, you know, that, you know, that, that a person would be absolutely disqualified if they had this particular trait. For me, um, it's always been drinking, you know, smoking. Those are non-negotiables for me. I, I will not, you know, if they're doing those, if they have those particular vices, uh, you know, they don't even qualify for a date. Uh, wants are those things that, you know, that you would need to, in order to have those relationships be sustained. Um, I and tend to be an affectionate person, so the affection is very, very important to me. That's my, that's my particular love language. And then a want is uh, somebody who's able to give a massage or, you know, or give me, uh, you know, a foot rub. These are just some of the indicators. But, you know, Reverend Harvey, do you, you know, does well, that provide you? I've got a question you? for you again. I've got Certainly. questions today. Okay, okay. <laughs> so with that said, how would you know if you're ready for a relationship? You know, because I'm here and... Granted, I am playing devil's advocate, you know that, because you know that I am a certified relationship coach. So I am playing the role today of the layperson, and I am asking you, based upon what you're telling me, I get that where I'm at will determine what I'm attracting to me. You know, so if I'm in a position where right now I'm just kind of fed up with women and, you know, I ain't even about trying to find Miss Right, I'm just looking for Miss Right now, then that's the vibe that I'm putting out, you know, right. and if that's the vibe I'm putting out, that's what I'm bringing back in. So the women who are going to be coming my way won't necessarily be wifey material. Instead, they're going to be more online with what I'm putting out. So how do I know, even if I, I decide, you know, Gigolos get lonely, too. So just once, I want to make love without taking off my clothes. I'm tired of Miss Right now. I'm looking for Miss Right. And I decide that I write out my wants, my needs, and my non-negotiables. And so now I've got this down on a piece of paper. It, from that, how do I know if I'm ready for a relationship? You know, because... Typically, we don't just make that shift. It takes a while or something happened to make us go from I'm all about Miss Right now to dealing with Miss Right. And even if we decide in our mind who we are 
still may not have changed. So all the stuff that was in me may still be there. So as I'm writing out this list, these are my non-negotiables. I'm not going to deal with a woman who's this, this, and this. And I want this, and I need this. How does that help me understand if I'm ready to be in a relationship? Well, the reason why you have the list is so that you understand yourself better. But, you know, you do ask a really good question um, about how does that prepare you. Well, the thing that you need to keep in mind is that when you get to that place where you're saying, okay, I want a sustainable relationship, I want, you you know, Miss Right, what you need to start doing is start what what who do you ask yourself the question well who is it that i need to be uh in order to draw miss right are you being those things that you are asking for on that list are you the person who's kind and considerate are you the person who you know that that does not you know do you know have any particular vices are you the person that that you are looking for and then start developing that relationship with you and start treating yourself with the type of consideration and love and appreciation that you yourself want to draw in because once you start that relationship because I, I will say that the your first and primary relationship that you should be most concerned about before you're even thinking about drawing somebody else into your life is the relationship that you have with yourself so how do you feel about yourself you know what is it you know what is it that are you loving are are you loving considerate and pa- you know compassionate towards yourself do you you know give yourself the you know the massage or do you treat yourself to a massage do you treat yourself in a loving manner do you are you able to you know appreciate you know all aspects of yourself even those uh, those parts of ourselves that you know you may not consider to be the very best of who you are, but are you loving and accepting of that part of you? And once you get into that state of loving yourself with this, you know, uh, unconditional vibration, then you're going to bring in that, uh, that love that you're looking for. When you start to actually feel what that feels like in your body, of what it feels like to be loved in your body, then you are going to, you know, bring that particular vibration vibratory person towards you because a lot of times when people do come to me there are things that their spiritual team tells me that they need to do in order to get to those uh, get to that place and it has less to do with the actual the actual like the things themselves as much as it has to do with them actually beginning to love and appreciate themselves that is what that that's why their spiritual team generally gives those the, give those type of what i call spiritual prescriptions okay now again mm-hmm. here i come with the question so okay. you're going to want to buckle in Alrighty. <laughs> all right so you talk about loving yourself and that's always a beautiful thing you know to find somebody who loves themselves but A lot of people would say that they do love themselves, even in the book, Conversations with God. You know, Neil is having this conversation with God, and God says, you know, you always come back to, you know, loving yourself. And the problem is not that you have 
that people don't love themselves. People love themselves a lot. So it's not that you need to love yourself more. So I say that to say here's God in this iconic book, Conversations with God, telling Neil that the problem is not that you're acting a certain way because you don't love yourself enough or that you're not attracting a certain thing because you don't love yourself enough. And there are so many people who are not getting what they want in this world, as far as relationships go, and they would probably co-sign on that. You know, they would probably say, oh, I love myself. You talk about getting massages. They'd be like, I treat myself all the time. You know, there may be women who get massages and mani-pedis and facials, and, you know, they go shopping, and there may be men who, you know, take care of themselves. They look they like to look good and, and what's the term, metrosexual. You know, they they all dapper, donned up and everything. It, how do you really say to someone that you're not loving yourself? What does that have to do with what you draw to you? Well, when well, – okay. So here's, I know I'm trying to make it hard on you. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, you know, is that really unusual? Really? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> he does this all the time, people, just so you know. Okay. When you have, when I talk about loving yourself, or you know, having that particular that particular thought, there are there are times when we are much harder on ourselves than we need to be, and also, yeah, also the you know, even though we may we may have. You know, I will say that yes, to uh, to a degree that everybody does love themselves, but there are. But the thing is, actually getting into that place where you actually honor yourself. That's what I mean by loving yourself, because there are many people who have been in relationships where they are experiencing having experiences that they don't appreciate but they are caught caught up in the experience of experiencing some type of emotional abuse from their relationship. So why are you, you know, you don't like this particular thing, so why are you allowing this to happen? And allowing those things to happen is not really loving and honoring yourself. So, you know, when, like for myself, and I, I mm-hmm. will, you know, I'm speaking from personal experience here. Okay. One of the things that I have going on or that I'm currently working on are like my personal boundaries. I did not have them growing up. And so as a consequence, there are, there's like a great deal of flexibility. There has been a great deal of flexibility there with accepting, you know, just an unlimited amount of um, BS from uh, from my my previous ex- my previous experiences. So when since I have these issues with boundaries, I've had to, you know, go back and look and see where I need to make those improvements and actually begin to flex those muscles. Now, um 
when you are operating within your boundaries, you are loving yourself, you're respecting yourself, you're appreciating yourself, and, and you know, you're not willing to let yourself just have the experience. You just simply call the person on it and just simply say, you know, um, you know, we can, you know, this, this, particular, you know, this particular thing that you've done um, is unacceptable to me. You know, I would appreciate it if you not, you know, not do this. And if it's one of those things with those boundaries, the boundaries tend to be my non-negotiables. Like if they violate the, violate, um, one of my, one of my, the biggest ones that I have, uh, tends to be yelling and screaming at me. It just, you know, it's just unacceptable um, from anybody. I mean, all you have to do is really talk to me, and typically I generally tend to get it, you know, generally tend to get it. So that would be an unacceptable night. But in the past, I have let people violate that. Or, you know, or the person, you know, talks to me in a manner that, that tends to be disrespectful. I may call them on it and say, well, what's the thought that went through your mind because I don't feel that what I said to you would have warranted that type of reaction. Is that something that's really like a part of that person's character? Or is it just that they were going something, going through something? And bringing that type of awareness into your relationship where you say, okay, this is unacceptable uh, this is unacceptable that you what you've done, and I'm putting you on you know I'm putting uh, putting you on notice about it, and actually getting to that place of where you're honoring those things that that you that are your main core values. Okay, so mm-hmm. I want to stay with that because okay. that's one side of it. But if I'm the guy, and I'm telling you I love myself but my relationships don't work. And you're asking me why my relationships don't work. I say, because these women out here, they don't know what they want. And so you start asking me questions, and I tell you about the last relationship. And I say, well, you know, we didn't fight a whole lot. Whatever I said to do, she did. You know, and then one day she just got tired of, you know, being in a relationship, and she bounced. Now, from your perspective, it is the... And I, I hate to use the term, but it's almost the victim, you know. Boundaries weren't being met. It was this, it was that, and you weren't honoring yourself. But that's a small part. I give you another small part. So if I'm the person in the relationship who's pushing all the buttons and everything is fine as long as you're doing it my way, and I'm happy, and I'm telling you I love myself because I treat myself good, and I always get my way. You see, because there's a lot of that out there And then still I'm not maintaining a relationship How are you going to tell this person That they don't love themselves When they clearly tell you I love myself, I pamper myself I do this, I do that I always get my way Because I love me Okay, well then You know, I would say that you have A healthy love and appreciation For yourself, but does that Love and appreciation for yourself Like override the The, you know The other person's wants and desires I mean, you're wanting this relationship But you, are you so Focused in on yourself that you Can't love anybody else other than yourself Are you like the guy Narcissist that's looking at himself in the water And just fell in love with his own image what are you looking, you know, 
Or, or what type of what type of women are you desiring? Okay, so now I gotta play devil's advocate. I gotta keep this going because it's so much fun here. Okay. <laughs> but now you just say that, but you had said earlier, you know, that I would attract to me what I am. So if this is what I am, why am I not attracting to me the kind of woman who wants to do what I tell her to do? <laughs> I'm going off of what I'm hearing from you, or I'm going off of what I'm perceiving that you're saying. You know, if I love myself, then I'm going to attract back somebody who loves me. So if I'm telling you I love myself, and I'm this and I'm that, and I'm putting out this kind of energy, then, you know, shouldn't that be coming back? Shouldn't what I'm putting out come back the way that, that I'm saying, you know, so I love me. This person's supposed to come into my space, and they're supposed to love me. And so when I'm saying, you know, when I'm putting it down like this and that, and they're supposed to be like, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, we couldn't keep a straight face on that. But go, go, go ahead, we've got like six minutes. Talk about that. <laughs> Okay, so in the in this particular instance, I would say that the the question is is are you able to make room for somebody else? You know, wants, needs, and desires. Because the thing is, is are you? I mean, if you put out that you always get your way, you always get your way in the relationship. When they ask you to do something, do you? You know, do you make allowances for that? Because well, it ain't about them just, getting their way. It's not about them getting their way. You know, I, I'm saying if if it's about what I'm putting out, if it's about the energy that I'm putting out, the vibe that I'm putting out, shouldn't that be coming back? Because, you know, you had talked about self-love. Mm-hmm. You didn't talk about loving other people. You talked about self love. So I'm, according to God and the conversations with God, I'm really showing that I love myself because I'm doing everything about me, and I want you to get in line and love me like I love me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the the but the I guess here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You you will more than likely attract somebody who is like yourself, and if we, you know in this particular instance, I would say that you probably would attract attract somebody that's like you. But the thing is, is that in this particular instance, if you are a person who is that demanding, and you're going, then you're more than likely going to bump heads with them when you attract the, uh, uh, when you attract that person to you because there is, I guess you could say no allowance for them, you know, you loving them. Are you loving them the way that you love yourself? Well, 
And see, that's a whole different thing. That would be a different question altogether, you know, because obviously in this situation, the person is not loving them like they love themselves. But I just want to say this, and I'm going to stop playing devil's advocate as much fun as it was, at least for this week. (laughs) And then I'll I'll hit you up again next month and do it again just for the fun of it. But I just want to say this. I want everybody to understand because uh, Arlene and I, we do talk a lot about self-love. We do workshops on self-love. But... And that's a narrow because you run into that. You run into people, men and women, who are very controlling. And, yes, they do love themselves, but that's not a complete and total unconditional love for self. And even beyond loving self where you're not trying to compensate, because if you feel a need to control somebody else, then there's an absence of something in you. So it's not a complete unconditional love for yourself. You're feeling a lack somewhere because you need to force somebody else to see things your way. When it's unconditional love, I don't love you because you are or because you do. I love you just because. And when we really get down to it, when we're talking self-love, we have to understand at the core of self is that I am one with everyone. And that God is all there is, that we're all God, and everyone is just an extension of me. All 6.5 billion people on this ball we call Earth is one with me. So if I love me, then I love you. And if I love me unconditionally, then I love you unconditionally. And I ask nothing of you than to be who you are. And it is my job to accept you for who you are so that I can accept me for who I am. And that's the ultimate state that we're trying to get to. And unfortunately, rarely do we even reach for that star up there. That's just a little high for most of us. For the most part, we go, you know, where I was earlier when I was playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I love me. I love me because I want to take care of me. I want the best for me. It's me, 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 me. And it's never about you. And that's not real love. That is self-love, but that's not real love, and that's not the kind of self-love that we talk about. So, Arlene, (laughs) with all the wonderful work that you're doing, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, They can reach us through www.onelove1connection1us.com or give us a call at area code 240 Three four three two five nine zero and Reverend Harvey, you can give your number. You can reach me at four four three three eight eight zero three five six, or you could visit me at www.theonethought.net. And Arlene, how about your Healing Paradigm site? Uh, yes, and people can reach me at Healing Paradigms at www.healingparadigms.com. Or, uh, again, like I said, you can reach me by giving me a call. All right. And this has been the One Love, One Connection, One Us. Are you ready for love? Tune in right here on the Family Healing Circle next Thursday when Reverend Jamel Gilliam talks about masculine spirituality. That's it for us. Have a great evening. Peace and blessings, everyone. Secret. I don't just want to know about any secret of yours. I want to know about one special secret. Oh.
Thank you for joining us this evening. That was One Love, One Connection, One Us presents Are You Ready for Love? And that was with myself, Reverend Arlene Cahet, and my former co-host, Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. So we want to thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you really soon. Blessings, everyone.